The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the sixth chapter. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place. And the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups, by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Chaos is a ladder or at least it can be a ladder. The Gospel of Mark is the story of chaos. Unlike Matthew and Luke, Mark does not start with Christmas. Mark starts with Satan, who shows up to tempt Jesus out of his baptism. Then comes a man with a dirty spirit, a leper, a paralytic, a man with a withered hand, some family who call Jesus crazy, some enemies who call Jesus possessed. A legion of demons living inside the world's strongest man. A sick woman, a dead girl, and the murder of John the baptizer. And it's only Mark chapter 6. No wonder folks in the story for today want to stop for supper. But Jesus comes into this chaos with a certain gravitas. Jesus is not angry or afraid. Instead, Jesus calmly sizes up each evil. And once he has its measure, Jesus acts mercifully and decisively to recreate the world that he created long ago in Eden, 
Jesus moves among his children, his children so broken and scattered and sad, putting all their pieces back together again. Jesus comes to make our wrongs right. And so Jesus uses our chaos as his ladder. The last couple of years have been chaos in America. This is not a political statement, so it does not take sides. This is a theological diagnosis, so it applies to all sides. Our last couple of years in America have been a reprise of St. Mark's Gospel. Our chaos is everywhere. Our brokenness is obvious. Our demons are showing themselves without shame. And Satan has been hard at work on all of us. And mostly, Jesus has been absent. But it's not his fault. It is our fault. Jesus is always here, but we just won't let Jesus play. We won't let him play because we are all so full of ourselves. Proudly we huff and we puff, but things only get worse. Because we are not divine, so we do not have what it takes to get better. We cannot solve the problem because we are the problem. Like so many others in the Gospel of St. Mark, we do fake it, even when we cannot fix it. We dress up and we start the fire truck and we ring the bell and we blare the sirens and we drive fast and we kick up a lot of dust and we run the ladders up and down and we squirt the hoses, but our fires never go out. Like the folks in the gospel for today, we cannot satisfy ourselves. Because of our sinful nature, we always end up angry and afraid. And our sin is more gas on the fire. Our pride just makes the chaos worse. And the only way that things will ever get better for us in life is if we die, if we die to ourselves, if we admit that we are sinful and shattered and angry and afraid and unsatisfied, if we agree that we need Jesus to feed us and to fix us and to save us. Even though the gospel for today ends with a picnic, it starts with chaos. The disciples have just returned from their first tour of preaching and healing. Victorious, yes, but also exhausted from their fistfight with evil. This is important for us to remember here at St. John, especially after the troubles of the last few years. Even when the devil has been chased away, the fight still wears us down. Doing right is exhausting. And so we always need to set aside time for rest and recovery. 
Jesus knows that, of course, so today he pulls his disciples away for a retreat in the wilderness. But things do not go as planned. Soon the needy shatter the silence. But without flinching, Jesus embraces them as lost sheep because his heart is full with mercy. And once Jesus has their measure, then he goes to work, first with word and then with sacrament. First, by teaching them. Jesus brings order to their minds. Jesus talks, and they listen, and they think, and they agree, and that is faith. Faith agrees, and then they rejoice, and they obey. It is another divine victory over Satan. With words from his own merciful heart, Jesus pushes the evil out of them, and pushes mercy into them, and they become his own. They are his recreation, his new people, his new Israel. But pushing evil around is heavy work, so we can understand how the disciples felt toward evening. It's late, and we're tired, and we've given all we've got. Send them home for dinner. Let them go into the darkness and fend for themselves. But Jesus, who is always more, is not finished yet. Just as Jesus brought order to their minds by teaching them, Jesus also brings order to their bodies by feeding them. Word, sacrament. To feed them, Jesus acts out Psalm 23. He has them lie down in green pastures, and he prepares a table before them in the presence of their enemies, in the presence of their troubles and their sins and their yearnings. Then, seeing five loaves and two fishes, Jesus takes and he blesses and he breaks, and he gives his miraculous Eucharistic gift to his new Israel. He is their new Moses. This is their new manna. He is their Messiah. This Lord, Jesus Christ, is their shepherd. And now they shall not want. Verse 42, and they all ate, and they were satisfied. In our angry, broken, ill, fearful, chaotic, self-absorbed, sinful world, it is a miracle to be satisfied. It is a miracle to have our evil pushed out of us and God's mercy pushed into us. But it happens. It was true for them, and today it is true for all of us. So here is the morning's good news. What Jesus did to the leper and the paralytic 
and the strong man and the woman and the dead girl and these 5,000 folks on the green grass he does to you today, if only you will have him. Word and sacrament. It is a stark choice. Chaos or Jesus, evil or Jesus, pride or Jesus, self or Jesus. And if we were holy and strong and sane, it would not be difficult to choose. But we live in a world gone mad, and everything and everyone around us seems to prefer sin and chaos. But not us, and not ever, because touching evil is certain death. So Jesus calls us back together again here this morning in his church to be taught and fed just as they were, to be his new people, his new Israel, to have him as our Messiah. And if we do what Jesus says, word, and take what Jesus gives, sacrament, he will put our pieces back together too and satisfy us body and soul. This is how Jesus makes our chaos his ladder and in mercy he climbs it carrying us all the way back home to heaven in the holy name of Jesus amen <laughs>